Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of the Trady Business School podcast, the only podcast you'll need to grow an amazing business and get yourself off the tools sooner or later. So today we are talking about some mental health stuff. This month is all about the awareness of mental health. Um, and we're hoping to shine a light on some of the things that go on for people and business owners. And, you know, the symptoms of, I guess, where mental health can go or start going wrong. So uh, I'm joined with uh, joined by my, uh, my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, Brian Santos. Brian, thanks for joining us once again today. And um, I hope you're well. I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. This particular topic because it's kind of uh, not just interesting, but it's throwing you under the bus kind of thing. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so we volunteered myself, uh, or Brian volunteered me to uh, to talk about my story a, a little bit today. But I think you know, mental health is something that is is becoming more and more commonplace. Like people are starting to to talk freely about it, and I and I think that it's important to. To be able to be vulnerable and share our stories, um, and I think everybody's probably seen or experienced somebody that has dealt with some form of even just basic sort of less complex mental health problems or issues, such as anxiety and depression, but we know that mental health can go uh, very deep into you know full-blown sort of psychiatric care required and those sorts of things. So this episode today is um, more about, I guess, business. And well, we did an episode uh, the uh, last week about, I guess, the, the the things that contribute to some mental health problems in, in business and, you know, how to deal with those. So if you haven't checked that out, please go back and, and check that out. But, um, but Brian, over to you, mate. Uh, you know, I know you've got some burning questions for me and uh, uh, I'm I'm here at your disposal to to answer and hopefully add some value to our our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the reason why I'm interested about this particular topic is not only are we turning the tables on you, Adam, but you've got a really interesting story. You've got a really interesting background. Uh, you you were really successful. I was going to say at one stage you're successful now, <laughs> but there was a point where it was a kind of your your peak, and then you kind of uh, experience some. A, a, a downside or a, a mental yep. kind of episode, if you will. So mm. maybe you know, there was a time when things were going great. I know that you know when we spoke, and we know of your background. How when everything going was going right, there was the, great. There was articles and about your all your success, and and then there was a point where there was a bit of a crash and burn. Can you kind of give us a a, a bit of a background story of where you're at and and that point in time? Yeah, definitely. Um- You've certainly uh, done some digging on me already, Brian. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it, there was there was a time there where I was flying. I thought I was invincible, you know, and I think that that everybody can sort of relate to that, particularly that us that are a little bit more experienced at life. You know, when you're younger, you think that you're untouchable, you know, and and then when you're getting results and like you said, there's there's articles that have been written about me and the success and um. There, we, you know, as a small business, we won awards and and all sorts of things. There was, you know, it was it was great. It was a great time. And the interesting thing was that a year a year later, 
like my business was crashing and burning around me, you know, like in a very quick period of time, I'd built the business to a million dollars in revenue and had, you know, uh, over, I think I was into 10, 11 people working in and around, maybe a dozen people working in and around the organization. We'd expanded into multiple states. So I was on this, I was on this world domination takeover kind of thing that, that I honestly believed that, that I was going to be able to do. And, and all the evidence at that point was suggesting I was tracking fantastically until it wasn't, you know, and I think that this is where the story gets really interesting. And, and it also, it's really powerful for everybody to understand that, you know, what, what ensued was a, a complete and total business failure. Like I ended up uh, liquidated, bankrupt, and things literally crashed and burned over the space of 12 months. So yeah, that was, that was the, like kind of the start of it. I mean, re- if I'm real about it, like I started destroying my mental health years prior because of the way that I was showing up for work. Like in other people's businesses, I was really, I was invested. You know, like I was doing 12, 14 hour shifts. There was times where I'd pull all nighters. There was a time where I did a 48, I did 48 hours straight working for somebody else, thinking that there's no problem, right? Being able to do that level of work. Back then I was young, you know, I didn't have kids. I had all the energy in the world, so I could just push through. But what I was doing was burning, burning the candle at both ends, but I was really destroying my body at a cellular level and i didn't think anything of it Mm. well okay that's okay that's interesting when you say that you were destroying your body at a cellular level what do you mean by that yeah well what what i found out later like several years later i found out that i i ended up in a, a an extreme state of burnout and look i mean i i had some all sorts of things go on earlier in my life that contributed to you know, um, I guess my mental health depletion, traumatic events, you know, losing friends, losing family, all sorts of different things, which is no different to most people, right? Like I don't need to get into the details of what's happened to me or compared to others, but there are events that sort of happen in our life. And I think that this is what everybody forgets is that this, this kind of compounding effect that happens and you get to a point and you're like, you look back and you're like, oh my God, I've been through a ton of shit. But when you're in it, you don't see the forest for the trees. So, but because I was also flogging myself physically, I mean, if you understand anything about the biology of the body and the cells and those sorts of things, like at a very cellular level, that's where your little battery packs are, your little energy packs. And because I was depleting them, like it, it use a standard rechargeable battery like if you don't cycle that rechargeable battery properly, it loses its capacity to retain charge. And that's essentially what I was doing. I was depleting my batteries to the point of exhaustion. And it just got to the point where they couldn't like, as soon as there was energy back in them, I would deplete them. I'd deplete them. So the cells literally burn out. So yeah. I, I'll, get to, I'll get a professional on one day to explain how that all works. But then what happens is that physical burnout then compounds and then your body starts borrowing and and destroying things everywhere you know so then what happens is in the brain that starts getting because this is the other thing with the body is it down regulates things Mm. based on needs and your brain 
fundamentally, fundamentally needs the most energy and support. So what happens is over time is, and we've talked to, I've made mention of the link between gut health and brain health. And that's only really become sort of common knowledge in, I don't know, maybe the last decade. Some people might not even be aware of that. It's, it's sort of fairly new, but you know, like I was burning the candle at both ends. I was eating off of lunch trucks, stopping in at service stations, grabbing coffees and donuts. And it was just whatever I could do to keep myself going. That's what I do. But slowly but surely the, the rust, the rot was happening in the background. I was depleting myself physically and then in turn depleting myself mentally. And then what happens is there's no warnings. You know what? Now that's not true. I did an episode a while ago with Lou called Feather Brick Truck. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. This will make more sense. I was oblivious to the signs, right? There was plenty of signs. There's plenty of symptoms. And this is the same for everybody. Just basic stuff. You start forgetting things and we normalize it. We're like, oh, that's just what people do, right? But you start forgetting things. You'll do dumb stuff like stump your toe or you'll be walking around with your phone in your hand and you can't find your phone. Your sonny's there on your head, but all of a sudden you, you can't find your sonny's. You know, little stuff like that. And then, and then it gets bigger and bigger, you know, to the point where you're falling asleep at a steering wheel, you know, having a micro sleep at a set of traffic lights, you know, those sorts of things. But I, I was just so focused. I was so driven to build my business and grow my business. And I didn't, I, the, the old, it won't happen to me. Ah, that won't happen to me. Sort of came into play a lot. So yeah, it was, yeah, the, you, you deplete those batteries to such a point where they just, they just can't recover. And, and realistically, like the truck is, I found myself at a point where I'd liquid, a, a business had been liquidated from me because I wouldn't, I wouldn't surrender to getting help. Mm. So the court appointed it. I was made bankrupt. I was, and I found myself in bed, mentally paralyzed, asking myself, is it okay to ship myself right now? Because I really can't be fucked doing anything anymore. Mm. You know, like I was in such a bad place mentally. And I'm laying there going, how the fuck did I get here? You know, I, I was at that point, it was only a couple of years earlier. Like I was getting articles written about me. Uh, I was winning awards. Like I was getting asked to be a part of lots of things. I was getting invited to be on projects rather than having to chase work. You know, we were expanding interstate. Like I was building this. I'm like, and it had taken me four years, five years to build the business to this point and like 12 months to just drive it off of a cliff. So yeah, like it's, yeah, it was, it was a horrible, horrible time. And, you know, throughout all of that, like I dealt with some stuff in my early years and, I'd been diagnosed with, you know, post-traumatic st stress disorder, which, you know, it, it exacerbates those things, but I was, it was pretty well, pretty well treated and those sorts of things. But yeah, like it, it get, got to a point where it was like, I was in such a hole, I didn't even know where to turn at that point. Right. And so tell me about, about that point. So you, you've, you've had the highs of the successes, you've crashed and you've gone into liquidation. You've burned yourself out prior to that, leading up to that. Yeah. And now you're in a state of, would you call it depression or what, how would you describe that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was flat out 
diagnosed with depression at, at that point, because like to me at that point, I felt like I'd lost everything, you know, like I still had a version of the business. Like, I mean, I was able to rebuild quite quickly, but I mean, the beauty of that situation, and I highly recommend not letting it get to this point, right? The beauty of that situation was I was in put in a position where I had to get help. Yeah. And I've talked about this previously, like my biggest advice to anybody is get help sooner. But I was so egotistical. I was so arrogant that I could do it all myself that I was like, no, I'll be fine. The old she'll be right attitude mm. just really manif- manifested through there. And, but yeah, I, I went and, you know, I doubled down on getting psych. A, a, a psychologist help. I doubled down on. I resisted medication for so long because I was like, "No, that will make me weak." You know, whereas it, where as what I realised was at that point in time, I destroyed so many naturally healthy things about my body that I needed a bit of extra help to get back in. Now, some people will will have recovered from depression quite naturally, and is it possible? Sure. But it takes some really strong discipline. Like you have to back right off of work and, and um, you know, particularly when you combine burnout and depression together and they somewhat go hand in hand. But burnout, like the definition of burnout is long sustained periods of emotional stress. And that's essentially what I was going through. You know, like I won't go into all the, all the war stories of what happened in the business itself. But the thing was that, yeah, like I found myself in a place of poor mental health. I was depressed. I was burnt out. And the the thing was that the stark realization had to happen. There's two ways it goes from here, Adam. Like give up, roll over and die or get off the canvas and start fighting. And the only way to get off of the canvas at that point was to to just get lots of help really fast. So so the as humbling the the beauty of that situation was is extremely humbling. Like I had to pull my head out of my ass and go, I can't do this by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. The the beautiful thing about that though, Brian, was it opened up so many pathways for me to work with some amazing people who are fantastic at what they do, just oh. because I allowed them into my life. Yeah, that's a big lesson. In yeah. fact, what I'm hearing from you, a couple of a couple of key things is one is that you were burning yourself out in search for the success that you were craving, you were striving for, uh, and putting your body uh, uh, physically and mentally aside, yep. and being the the um, the guinea pig. What's the right word? But basically, the thing that was you you disregarded your own health. Yeah, yeah, I completely sacrificed, self sacrificed sacrificed in, in order and i know a lot of business owners are like that at the moment so i've got to make this work for my for my financial world my personal goals my financial well-being for my family i've got to do what i have to to make this work and that's that's a that's a common thing for all of us in business right we just you know, that's what separates us from being an employee right yeah and, sure and, and a business owner because we'll do whatever it takes to make yeah. it yeah, it's called it's called grit, right? Like it's yes. the definition of grit. Like he's being prepared to do the things that nobody else is prepared to do and endure pain. Like yes. 
grit is all about enduring pain. Like, and but the toxic end of that spectrum is this kind of outcome, like where you get so hell bent on proving people wrong and proving that you can do it and looking for that, searching for that external validation. It's, um, yeah, it just gets toxic. The saying that I love, and we know well, I love my sayings is people will spend their health in search of wealth only to then have to spend that wealth to regain their health. Mm. And, and that is like, that is the epitome of what I did, you know, like, and now building businesses is now about holistically, how can I support myself? And the best analogy that I have for this, and I talk to people about this all the time is, you know, when you fly on a commercial plane and they go through the safety briefing and they tell you oxygen masks are going to drop if things happen and you to put yours on, on first. And this is, as business owners, what we don't do, right? We run around holding our breath. We take a big, deep breath in, and then we run around trying to put everyone else's masks on, including our family, including our friends, including our employees, right? Often we'll pay our employees first, right, rather than paying ourselves. And look, there's we can get into numbers and how that works, but then we pass out. We find ourselves with, with no oxygen. We've got no money in the bank. We've got we don't know what the fuck we're doing this for anymore, but that's the thing. Like I had to realize at that point in time, how can I put my ma- oxygen mask on so I can then also run around and help people? Because the thing is, they tell you to put your own mask on and take care of yourself, not because they want you to survive. I mean, they do want that, but they don't want you to become a liability. They don't want you to become an obstacle in the way of everybody else. Like, do or not do not put your own oxygen mask on. They don't care. Like, but fuck, stay out of the way of the exits. You know, don't pass out in the in the in the walkway where people are trying to get out. Like, but this is what we do as as business owners. And like I was the quintessential example of of that. Like it was like, no, I don't need oxygen. I can survive without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know for a lot of us who are listening at the at, to this at the moment are probably burning themselves out and and not really taking much notice of it. Now you've you you reached uh the level of depression like you said yep. and worked your way out of that. So yep. for those who are kind of ex- experiencing a level of depression even if it's at that early stage burnout version of where you're at. Yeah. Like just to kind of wrap things up because I know we're kind of getting close to the end here. Yeah. Give us an example or give us some tips of what you did that, you know, listeners today kind of do to A, recognize they're burning out and B, what they can do if they're experiencing depression. Yeah. Look, I think the first thing you have to, no matter where you are, no matter what the issue is in your life or business, ownership is the key, right? Taking ownership of where things are at and reconciling with the fact that you are where you are right? You can argue with reality as much as you like until you're blue in the face and you will only be wrong 100% of the time. You know, the reality of your situation is the reality. Like, did I want to be in a state of depression? No. Did I want to be burnt out? No. Did I want to have my business liquidated? No. But that's what was happening. And I had to accept that. And all the bullshit stories I told myself about, I was a piece of shit and a failure and not good enough and all of those sorts of things. I had to accept all of that, right? So that extreme ownership and then moving from that 
it's really easy to fall into a state of disempowerment, right? I like, I prefer to use disempowerment and empowerment. State of disempowerment is, ex- is essentially being victim of circumstance, victim of all the things that happen. Now, I could have sat there and talked about the big clients that didn't, that held on to a quarter of a million dollars and didn't pay me. I can talk about, you know, people fucking me over within the business, et cetera, et cetera, right? And they're worthy of discussion, right? Because there are things that happen. But what I see people do is get stuck with that shit rather than going, okay, what was my accountability there? What was, what was I responsible for? And what can I now change, you know, really, and really focusing on the things in my, in my control. So, so ownership is the first key. And then just looking for ways to change the language. Like one thing that doctors do very poorly is they tell you that you are suffering from X, Y, Z things. You are suffering from depression, Adam. So the first thing that goes into my head is I'm in a state of suffering. Like I wasn't suffering, like it wasn't a great place to be, but it wasn't like I was in agony. Like it kind of felt like that in the moment, but I had to change it to, right, in the near future to the medium long-term future, I'm going to be living with depression. So just changing that language to a, a place of empowerment that I'm living with this and I'm going to work towards moving away from living with this and I'm going to work towards improving my life and taking those steps, that allowed me to get the help that I needed, that allowed me to create healthy boundaries. And like, I don't, I'm not sitting here saying I got all this shit down pat because it's far from it. Like I had... 20 years of toxic programming of and work ethic that was just over the top. It's going to take time. It has taken time. It's taken several years already just to get back to like a baseline functionality. Like there was a time, Brian, where I never thought I'd be back here. I never thought I'd be back as a functioning human, let alone, you know, running another business and, and being involved with you know, growing people and growing other businesses and, and those sorts of things, you know? So yeah, I think, does that answer your question? I think, you know, for me, that's, that's kind of the, some of the steps that, that I took, I mean, probably the last one is, you know, really prioritizing myself and my self care, getting the help that I need and building a team, trying not to fucking do it all by myself. Like yeah. it was like, who can I add to this equation? And initially it was abdication of responsibility. I was like, who can I get to take some of this pain off of me? And what I quickly learned about was the difference between abdication and delegation, which we've also talked about in another podcast. I think myself and Lou talked about it, but understanding that it's my responsibility to make these changes. And the other thing I remember one of my mentors and coaches saying to me, you get to choose your heart, Adam, staying in bed, paralyzed not having a will to live that's shit's hard man building a business and taking control of your life and putting boundaries in place and saying no to people and prioritizing yourself that shit's also hard right but you get to choose your heart so yeah i think that always look for the hard that works for you get the help that you need prioritize yourself and uh but you know be aware be aware, like be looking for the symptoms. Go back and listen to that podcast on feather bricks and trucks. 
because I can tell you that was that was definitely getting hit for six by a truck. You know, that was a that was a road train that came through me with depression and burnout kind of all at all at once. So yeah. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Adam. Um, I know we've had chats um, separate to this about it, and I appreciate you sharing it with the wider community of the yeah. audience. And I know we could talk about uh, this for a lot, lot longer. <laughs> but uh, let, let's wrap it up there. And, you know, I guess the, the biggest kind of takeaway for me is if you're experiencing uh, any form of depression or mental health issues, like what you did, come to the realization where you came to the realization that you needed to reach for, reach out and yeah. get, rather than le- you know absorbing it yourself and believing that you can do it. The quicker you can do that, the easier or the more helpful it'll be for your current situation. So for those of you who are feeling a little bit, um, well, feeling that mental health might be an issue for you, please reach out to the relevant people, the relevant organisations. If you need to reach out to us, of course, please reach out to us, from a, especially from a business point of view, um, because that's part of what we do as business coaches, as business coaching organisations, is that we help our business owners, help help them to, to I guess, be better at business and obviously affect their lives uh, in, in better ways, more optimal ways as well. So um, so back to you, mate, and then let's, uh, yeah, let's wrap, wrap it up. It up. Yeah, uh, look, Brian. Thank you for uh, throwing me under the bus. It's always hard being vulnerable and and sharing those those stories. But I truly believe that being vulnerable is is the the biggest show of strength. You know, so I hope that my vulnerability helps some people out there. Um, if you are struggling with your own uh, battles, and they do feel like battles at that point in time, if you are suffering or you think you're suffering with these kinds of um, these symptoms, then yeah, please reach out. I'd love to help you get into a state of empowerment where you can move to living with something and working with it and improving your quality of life. You can email us at hello at tradiebusinessschool.com. Send us a DM, whatever you need, uh, happy for um, whatever help you need to, to be able to offer that to you. Um, please like, subscribe and share this uh, episode with somebody if you feel that it could help them. And uh, Brian, thanks once again for for joining us. Not our usual jovial self, a bit more of a serious topic today, but um, nonetheless, it's nice to be able to have these discussions uh, with you and with the community as a whole. So thanks once again for being here and have an amazing day. Cheers, guys. Bye.